tell me about your thoughts about repurposing. You about to yeah, I think like don't do it. Don't do repurposing. Don't do it at all. Don't, yeah, don't buy the hype. We're problem solving machines. We're trying to say, oh, can I fix this? Can I fix that? And then part of the content we're getting is that if you're in the content game, you have a chance to be noticed and be helping people. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Shaping Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Lemon. And the voice that you just heard at the beginning of the show was Rasmus Bazelier. He's an authentic content performance coach. And on this podcast, I sit down with business leaders to understand how they're building a high-performing team that's actually happy and healthy and also growing the company at the same time. It's one of the biggest challenges. With so many things happening out there, like from people doing the quiet quitting movement from people just being distracted as a whole. It's not even just a work thing. I think people are just have so many things coming their way. So many good things, not so many great things, but inundated with opportunities. So I'm bringing on an expert to help us dissect this today. Rasmus, I've been working with now for the past year and a half. He runs the actual Euroscales community and he specializes in accelerating companies. And he does this with a unique way of bringing on and building up younger talent, helping them understand how to best build up boring businesses. And to me, I, I love boring businesses because if it's sexy, everyone's there. Everyone wants to be a part of the hot tech startup. Not too many people are looking to work with manufacturing companies or industrial plants that still need to win big contracts. And Rasmus and his team are finding effective yet simple ways to go about leveraging content to help them grow their business and I think you should consider how you might want to implement this. It's towards the end. You want to hang in there for that. So it's going to be a quick podcast. So with that being said, make sure that you go check out Rasmus. He's on LinkedIn. I have all the links to his actual profiles. Make sure that you listen to the authentic content method as well. That's on Apple, Spotify, wherever you download podcasts. So with that being said, let's dive into today's show. Let's say you want to make a store. You put it, do you put it in the middle of the forest or you put it in the city center where people are walking by? You put it you put it in the city center because people are walking there and they will see your storefront and but they, they might walk in. Content is your storefront into the eyes of people because people are not walking on the street as much. They're in their freaking phone. We're looking at content where where people are just consuming content hours and hours every day. It's it's a ridiculous. I think it's somewhere between two and six hours per day. It's a ton of time in front of YouTube, Facebook, shorts, TikTok, whatever it might be. It's one of them. It's freaking addictive. Everybody's looking there. So the, the 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 play is do you want you want to have people's attention because that's when they are like, oh, this is maybe interesting. Because you're trying to help them solve problems. We go around, we're problem solving machines. We're trying to say, oh, can I fix this? Can I fix that? And then part of the content we're getting is that. So if you're if you're in the content game, you have a chance to be noticed and be helping people. Nobody else is doing it. So all these engineers, all these planners out there have no content. Suddenly, because TikTok knows. YouTube Shorts knows, they get it in their feed. Oh shit, that's really cool stuff. But this guy's saying, oh yeah, I should reconsider how we do our drainage. And actually we are, we're planning the drainage for the new city center right now. All right, and they just call them up because like they're engineer to engineer. Like, hey, hey man, I was thinking of doing that. Like that never happened before, never. Authentic economics. So that, and they don't have to sell their company at all. They just give free advice, free coaching. Tell me about your thoughts about repurposing. You about yeah, I think like, don't do it. Don't do repurposing. Don't do it at all. Don't, yeah, don't buy the hype. They, mm. they, I, about the word lemon, there's this other guy. It's like squeeze everything out of the lemon, like squeeze all the juice <laughs> out of the content. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling it. Really? I'm not feeling it. Because if you do, you do this podcast recording and then you got to sit and edit that stuff and it's a one hour recording and you're trying to get a, this short out of that call. Mm-hmm. And I've just noticed, dude, that takes hours yes. to do. Yes. Instead, bring up the phone Say the thing again to mm-hmm. the phone 
and bam, you have a coin. It takes you one minute to record, one, two, three minutes edit, publish, you know, whenever you want to publish it, but say publish immediately, it's five minutes. So you have one hour to, no, like one hour is not enough to do a repurposing of, of a podcast of one hour. It's going to, because you have to listen, find the spot, cut it up. Like it's just a mess. So I'm like, why don't you just say the same thing? Allow, like, I mean, respect the, the privacy of the long content. Like don't go in there messing with it. It's long content. It's the way it's supposed to be. It's holy. Keep it, keep it like that. And if you want to say something cool, do it again instead. That's my take. Long content, holy. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, man, look, um, it is definitely a take I haven't heard before. And, you know, I know there's some AI tools that claim to kind of do this in the faster method. They're out there. But, um, but I like what you're saying, though, because now you're being more direct in the very short form, like content. And, and, the, and like, let's dissect that because short form content comes off way different than long form content. You've been doing yeah. a great job on LinkedIn with just grabbing people's attention up front Could yeah how, yeah what, get a good hook how yeah. do you get a good hook in a podcast like i have to say something like the most important thing joe with this thing is like i have to say something like that in the podcast in the proper and you might you know what if you didn't do that so you have a really good point but there's no hook and now you're screwed so yeah and i so far the ai tools i tried i feel like they're just throwing dark dart in the dark <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, you have an AI tool, I got it, but you're just freaking guessing. I don't know if you're doing, if you're even listening to what I have to say. Maybe I'm speaking difficult or something, difficult well, speak. I'm liking where, where you're coming from with this because for one, it's a different stance than what everybody else is doing. Everybody else is like voluming up, right? Mm -hmm. They're just ratcheting up the content. What's your whole thoughts on that piece as well? Like, like as far as more like quantity with the actual content? I mean, because if you're not going to repurpose, then you got to, just stop for a second and kind of have a strategy about how you're going to go ahead and reshoot some of the things that are, are the big takeaways. Yeah, you might. I mean, for me, like now I've had my people listen to it and they'd be like, hey, this point was really good. Please say it again. This point was really good. Or actually, if I'm like, I'm re-listening to it myself and I have a notepad and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, this thing. Yeah, that this I really nailed it here. Like, I'm going to say that again and I'm going to say that again. And then I just re-say it to the camera. The idea of you having this team, this is like uh, you've always had you know, interns that you were that you working mm -hmm. with, people mm -hmm. around you that were helping you out with things. But You've um you've really ratcheted it up a couple of notches ever since this whole authentic content method has been like on top of mind for you. And then you put out the book and talk about this infrastructure that you've built up. I noticed that I I can edit myself myself, but I I wanted to see like I was listening to this Alex Hermosa guy that everybody knows. Like he's and he was talking about this content volume. He was saying, like, I'm doing instead of doing like one post a day or a week or something, he's like, I'm gonna do 70 or 80 posts a week. And I was like, if Alex can do it. I can do it too. But another thing, if I'm going to do all of that, and then he also talked about how he has, he had like a LinkedIn team, a YouTube team, a podcast team. And I tried like, I was imi uh, imitating that. Yeah. But actually it didn't work out. I don't know if he's changed his method, but it didn't work out like that for now. I'm basically having a short team, a longs team, and a like a LinkedIn and plus generalist is what, or like a ghostwriter. I'm, I, that's what I'm having basically. Ghostwriter, short content, uh, medium length, and then and then we rotate who edits the podcast because they're easier. Like you just want to have a hook, find a hook segment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm reading something into the hook, but so yeah. That, so that, but yeah, I realize if I'm about to put out all this content, I, I if I try to do it alone, I, I won't be able to do it. So I was like, let's get some people on board. And I, I what I promised to them is that we're going to do this journey together. I'm not going to get paid because I don't know how to do this yet. 
and you're not going to get paid because there's no money, but we're all going to work <laughs> for all, all of us for free. And we're going to discover this together. And the opportunity that you get, you get to work with me who are going to produce all kinds of content. And if we're going to have people come in, I also promise them that as where I'm selling this, I'll get free clients coming in. And the free clients that are coming in, you get to work with them too. So your experience will be broader than working with just one company. And, and we're going towards world-class. We, and we go, and our experimentation will be allowed and we were just going to find our way. And that was attractive enough to for these people that I'm working with now. So I think the team is six, five or six, I have to count, but that are doing, that are involved now. But yeah, we're, I think we're five and a six, we're six, but one person has been ill a little bit now. Yeah, so that's why I didn't count. But yeah, that's, and, and I think what, the thing is, why are we, if we are in, I hear this all the time. I can't do content because I don't have time. Okay, first of all, I just did one today. I did one recording as I was talking with the client. I recorded it at the spot and edited it within five minutes. And it's like, that's how easy it is. If you know what you want to say, if it's in your heart, you know what you just, you can just, it's just so easy. Just add subtitles. You, I, that's what I, editing I would do. You could like use uh, CapCut or uh, Caption, uh, it was captions.ai. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'll just use that. But anyway, but anyway, to do more, you need more people and people want to learn. They want to grow. They want to experience So bring them on. Like then, then, then you, like, instead of thinking, uh, can I do it? Should I do it? It's like, no, the question is how? How do I do it with the limited time that I have? What can I do? And sometimes some of you who are listening, or you have resources, you have money, you can pay people. Yeah. Like pay them $10 an hour. Like have them come on and, and join us. That's also an option. Man, a lot of people, at least in the, in the US, talk about how hard it is to find good people, to find people that are willing to work. I mean, that's a common, you know. Thing. Well, I had eight people first. Okay. And now we're six. We're at nine. So we didn't start out with... <laughs> With this, I I overhire on purpose. I know like they won't make it. I just I don't know who it is. I just know everybody's not going to make it, and I tell that to everybody. Like we're gonna we're nine people now. We're all doing trying to do this well, and we're trying to see where everybody's role is going to be and so on. Because that wasn't clear as we were starting, mm -hmm. and we will see who this is for. I say that, and and then I notice who's taking the lead, who who's doing the stuff, who I can rely on. And usually within a week, if somebody's not picking up the the pace, I'd be like, "Hey, sorry, you." It's like hiring salespeople, same yeah. similar thing. Yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, man. Because um, I think you gave them a big enough vision to kind of where they can all see themselves working, like I mean, or yeah. at least those four or five or whoever's going to shake out of this, right? Can all see themselves. I think that's an important piece when you're trying to build build an actual content team. Um, are these people uh, that that you're looking at working with? Are they more so? Do they have experience doing this? Or this is like newbies, fresh? You're doing ground up training? Like, the, uh, what's their I try to go with people who had some content editing before okay. privately. Like one one of the guys, he has like eighty thousand views on his post. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but they are he's using like gimmicky stuff, so he's making no money from it, and mm -hmm. it's not is not a, you're not able to profit from it at all. <laughs> they don't. It doesn't make sense. But he because he's on TikTok and you can he just does algorithm play basically with that. But I was like, dude, yeah, please come and see what you can do on my stuff. Let's see if you can replicate some of that. So, and, and the other guy had some motivational quotes. He did motivational videos, something like that. Yep. And he's only 18 though, but he's real good too. He's only 18. Um, and then another lady, she did her pitch to like hire me with a content piece. And I was like, oh, yeah. I want you because you were daring, you were daring enough to put your face and voice there. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's do more of that. But now I have had to push them I work with them now. It's like, like, I, cause we're getting to, we're, I'm doing a four month internship. Like I'm doing really like one season. It's the spring or the fall. That's how I usually do it. So now we're coming up to Christmas and I was saying like, guys, you have, we have like one and a half month left. We got to think next step. I can't hire all of you. I told you that you're not going to be able to stay here. If I'm lucky, I can keep one of you. Maybe if I have enough clients, you know, so it's not it's like we are going to think, so what, 
like, what about your content? And actually one of the, it actually happened that one of them pulled it out. Like we're trying to convince people about authentic content, but what are we doing? Like as a collect, like all these in, uh, interns here. So now they are starting to produce their own content. They have done the first round and now I'm seeing that they're already doing their second round of like actual video and and voice and stuff. So I'm, I'm trying to push it back to them now. Like, you know how to do this now. You edited my videos for months or for a month or so. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for you to do it yourself. So it's, so I'm helping them to like to to leave the nest. They have to fly out eventually. It forced them outside the nest. I mean, um, I think I think it's great, man. I think people uh, under undervalue uh, having that real life experience. It's because mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about how how difficult it is to like monetize out their content. People talk to me about trying to like monetize their actual podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to get that route. Like doing advertising and all that. There's a play for it. There's people that can do it. So it's not like impossible. Just 99% of people should forget about it. <laughs> it was like startups or something. We're seeing with a success bias. Yes. Like I have no idea if people are going to like my podcast about like how to I hit the puddles with a stick or something. Like there's there's not a market for everything. And the guy, they, they look like successes, but I'm yeah, but they, the podcast was attractive because of the topic, because of the speak. There was other stuff that made it successful, not that you, whatever, if even if you try to replicate it, you will might not succeed anyway because it, there's no desire for what you build. Yeah, it's like startups, but yeah, I agree. But I think what we use in podcasts for instead is like to highlight the products that we're selling or the companies we're working for and help to be authentic, how to be known, like, and trusted. That's what it's for. And we and give free value. A lot of people like if you give free value to like thousand people, ten thousand, hundred thousand, some of them be like, holy shit, I want this thing. And if you get the leverage of the audience. It's, it's a win-win. People like to consume content when they're learning something. Right. So it's, everybody wins. Man, um, you know, um, this whole aspect of of how businesses outside of the whole, like, you know, people are looking for advertising, doing content, mm-hmm. looking for people to kind of sponsor their posts and all that. Let's put all that all those like influencers in one category, whoever they may be. And then the other large group of us that, you know, are the average Joes, right? That have like small businesses, medium-sized companies trying to trying to monetize their actual content in a way that benefits their actual business. Can you can you speak to a couple um like maybe um tactics, strategies or just thought processes of, of how people should leverage that to increase their business? Well I'm seeing it in B2B. That's my field now that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And I'm interviewing roughly one company a week or something that's doing this. And it's just Let's say you want to make a store. You put it. Do you put it in the middle of the forest, or you put it in the city center where people are walking by? You put it. Generally speaking, you put it in the city center because people are walking there and they will see your storefront, and but they, they might walk in. Content is your storefront into the eyes of people because people are not walking on the street as much. They're in their freaking phone or on the well, like me, I'm a old school. I'm on a computer. But anyway, we're looking at content where where people are just consuming content hours and hours every day. It's it's a ridiculous. I think it's somewhere between two and six hours per day. I think the average is two or four hours, two to four. Like it's a ton of time in front of YouTube, Facebook, Shorts, TikTok, whatever it might be. It's one of them. Mm-hmm. It's freaking addictive. Everybody's looking there. So, the 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 play is: Do you want you want to have people's attention because that's when they are like, oh, this is maybe interesting because you're trying to help them solve problems. We go around. We're problem solving machines. We're trying to say, oh, can I fix this? Can I fix that? And then part of the content we're getting is that. So if you're if you're in the content game, you have a chance to be noticed and be helping people. And the companies I'm interviewing that are doing it, for example, one has done really heavy on TikTok. They just went, they're selling uh, the fans, uh, industrial fans, yeah. went heavy on TikTok. They're making hundreds of thousands now wow. on TikTok because selling one of these fans uh, systems 
are is huge. Have another one uh, up on order doing um pipes for water treatment, water moving with pipes and stuff. And they also said like they now they launch with four uh, authentic content for four experts that they launched in their in their ne- recent one they did in September and they got deals within 2 weeks from that. Wow. But they ha- they launched with four different like they they went heavy. First they did just one and then it took 6 months for it to pay off. Now they did it with four and they a little bit uh, adjusted their module and like everybody's interviews, uh, talking, shorts, podcasts, like all of that stuff. And they got, and also they got sales within two weeks. And for them, also we're talking two hundred thousand euros per sale, and wow. they they just keep coming in because they're the only one in the game. Nobody else is doing it. So all these engineers, all these planners out there have no content. Suddenly, because TikTok knows, YouTube Shorts knows, they get it in their feed. Oh shit, that's really cool stuff. But this guy's saying, oh yeah, I should reconsider how we do our drainage. And actually, we are, we're planning the drainage for the new city center right now. All right, and they just call them up because like they're engineer to engineer. Like, hey, hey man, I was thinking of doing that. Like. That never happened before. Never. Authentic economics. So that it's just and so and another one podcast one. They also do podcasts and we have love with their coaching program. They do uh, their content is they interview their previous clients who have had their program for like six months a year mm-hmm. and say then through that client, there's like please teach to our audience some good mental models and techniques you've been working with to handle your like to because it's performance coaching for CEOs, how to be a better CEO. Yep. So he's teaching his insights to the audience, but he's a customer and the insights have been so like my logical brain is like so he was part of Lavo. Yeah. He beca- he learned all this stuff. So Lavo must be good. So it's it's a, such a win-win. And it's a it's a client telling a story. And they don't have to sell their company at all. They just give free advice, free coaching. That might be one of the best. Well, there's, a, there's two big takeaways and we have to wrap up soon because yeah. we have to have you back on so we can kind of press into this more. Um, yeah. Two things that we, I, we just got to hammer home though. One, boring businesses should be doing content. Like, yeah. like oh, yeah. crazy. Like, because those two examples, industrial, manufacturing, oh, those kill, to me are like boring businesses that like, dude, you get out there and you just say anything about your space that makes sense. People are going to figure out how to find you. Yeah. And 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 then the very next one though, the, that, that last piece is crazy, dude. Yeah. When you have your customers coming back on, I mean, it's it's phenomenal. I, like I, like I, I'm sitting here like, this is some stuff. We yeah, should can you do that stuff yourself? Yeah. I mean, like having people regurgitate your own IP, your own education on your show, so it's not like you say, "Hey, Joe, Joe's great." I'm like, "Hey, man, yeah. Rasmus taught me this," and you don't yeah. got to say that, but you just say like the model that. Hey. Offer the content method is doing this and I'm doing this now. And of course, people aren't, aren't, I mean, they're not, everybody's not bright, but you don't have to be that bright to understand that, like, hey, yeah. he's talking about this actual method. I should go do this method. And he's it's, not trying to sell. Like, the, nobody's really trying to sell. Just, I'm just giving free advice and yeah. just this, this cool shit that just happens to come from our company. But, like, mm-hmm. it, so, yeah. So right. that's what's go- going on. Uh, so, yeah. But thanks for having me on for this short one. And let's, let's do another one a little bit later. Come on, Rasmus, man. You know what? We'll be doing this again. Please tell everybody how to find you. Obviously, talk about the actual podcast, Authentic Content yeah, Authentic method, Content Company, Authentic Content Podcast. You can find me on, like, that's the podcast one. Another one's on LinkedIn. It's good. Oh, Rasmus Basilia. You can find me. Basilier. So we will just spell it. <laughs> check it out. And you'll find me there. Yeah, connect. And I'm happy. By the way, for any of you who do your authentic content, tag me and allow me to at least say, great job. Because, you know, when you start, you need somebody to be in your corner. So allow me to do that at least. Oh yeah, man. I mean, dude, that part right there, uh, especially on like LinkedIn, let's make that a thing. Like, like, so anybody that, anybody that actually tags themselves on this actual podcast, you know, tag yourself, 
I'll see it. Rasmus is definitely going to see it. We're going to go find you and, and at least comment on some things that you're doing. Good, bad, or ugly. It's just good to have the feedback, man. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Joe. Rasmus. Thank dude, you. as always, it was great having you on the show, man. Look forward to having you back for round two. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for having me.